Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. Now today's workout is exceptionally simple. We're just going to row for 10 minutes at the same stroke rate and at the same intensity. Nothing fancy about today. Now I'm going to do it at 20 strokes a minute and at that kind of 5, 6 out of 10 intensity, the same as walking up a constant flight of stairs. You don't have to follow me, but what I suggest is that if you're building up your time on the rowing machine so you're able to row longer and longer, then you want to do like a low intensity long before you start building up the intensity because you don't want to make it too tough and start to not enjoy it, all right? You want to make sure and enjoy your time on this machine. It's amazing. Now, before we get started with our main session, we have to do a four-minute warm-up. And even before then, we have to set up our machines. On an Averon, that means setting up the resistance first. Now, if you don't know where you want to set your resistance yet, what you're looking for is a place where you get a nice feel from the stroke, but it doesn't feel like you're having to tug against it. But at the same time, it doesn't feel like you're rowing through a cloud, all right? If you're using the Concept2 Averon app, then I want you to set your drag factor to kind of the same area, right? Nice kind of feel from the stroke. If you have no idea where to set it, then set your lever to five on the Concept2 because too low isn't a problem, too high is when it becomes a bit problematic, and then read up about drag factor after this row, all right? Next up, you have to set your foot stretcher height, and what you're looking for is the height where you're able to come into the front of the machine with your shins pointing vertically comfortably, okay? If you're set too low, you can go scooting past that and your backside escapes from underneath you. If you're set too high, you might not quite be able to get there because you have uh, flexibility issues that happen from being too high. Uh, anyway, a good guide here, so I completely lost my words there. Good guide here is that the strap covers the bottom lace in your shoe, which is round about the balls of your feet. Try a couple of rows like that, and then if you want to adjust up or down for your own comfort, please do, all right? It's all about you, it's not about me. So we're gonna get into this four minute warm up at 20 strokes a minute, and your intensity is gonna be just a light push from your feet to connect to your arms. And then we'll increase intensity a little bit in the second minute, and then do some drills, stop, get into the main session, we're all done, all right? So less talking, more rowing. So let's get started with the warm up in five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. So. We're aiming for 20 strokes a minute in this warm-up, and that will give you space to think about the intensity, the power you're putting into the machine. And really, right now, it's almost like you were just standing up from a squat with like a bag of flour or a bag of sugar in each hand. So it's really not about putting any, any power into the machine at all. It's just about connecting your feet through your body into your arms. And you'll help that by keeping your arms straight as you come forwards and with a tilt forwards over your hips. So you're hinging in towards the front of the machine. You're not rounding your upper or lower back. And then you hold that position as you push your legs and only pull at the back of the stroke, okay? I'll talk more technique in the main row. Don't worry, not for the whole 10 minutes, that'd be dull. <laughs> But for the time being, we're just letting our bodies warm up. So just find that nice, easy rock forwards and backwards of your back. Maybe start to push a little harder with your legs. Take it up to around about the pace you'll be rowing today's main session at. And you're really looking for that five, six out of 10 intensity. Like I said, feels as though you're climbing up a constant flight of stairs. Your heart rate will increase, your breathing will increase, but it doesn't feel like you're like doing a really tough workout. It just feels like your body's working. That's what you're looking for at this intensity. And this is kind of the intensity that if you can roll this pace for half an hour, 
to an hour. That's where your rear real core fitness is built. Okay, one more stroke, and we're gonna put one foot on the ground. Okay, so unstrap, one foot on the ground, continue rowing. I really do try to keep that forwards tilt with a good posture and then swing into that backwards tilt because having only one leg strapped in really does help that, really eases off your hips to be able to get that rock backwards and forwards. One more here, let's swap feet and then continue. So just the only thing really that changes here is just the fact that you've only got one foot strapped in. Your technique should be pretty much the same. Arms nice and straight at the front, push with the leg, swing your back halfway through the leg drive, then pull in your arms. One more here, let's put both feet back in, tighten your straps, and then leg straight, roll with your back and arms. Just swing over your back, pull in your arms, out with your arms, rock over your back again. Whole point here is that you're picking up the initial tension of the stroke by swinging your back first and then pulling in your arms. One more here, then we're gonna roll into the front with straight arms and the forward tilt and just use your legs this time. So again, try and keep a good posture as you come forwards. Forwards tilt of your upper body over your hips and really keep those arms straight. At no point in this drill should your arms be bending because you're teaching yourself here that the drive, the leg drive is all about legs. It's not about arms. Your arms will come into finish at the back of the stroke, okay? So that's our warm up done. Uh, have a quick drink. I'm gonna quickly explain one more time what it is we're doing today, but if you wanna do some light rowing while I talk about it, by all means do. Okay then, so there's nothing fancy about today's session. All we're gonna do is a straight 10 minute row at 20 strokes a minute at that kind of walking upstairs, five to six out of 10 intensity, okay? So it's not a hard one. This is just about building up your time on the machine, about kind of grinding in a little bit of fitness and just helping you get better, giving you space to work on technique and to enjoy your rowing, okay? So if you are ready, you've had a quick drink, you've had a wiggle of your backside to ease the pressure of your sit bones off your backside, we can get started, okay? So let's get going. In five, four, three, two, one, and we're off. So 20 strokes a minute. Again, you can just look at your timer, count up in threes, one stroke every three seconds, or watch me on screen and just follow me for the stroke rate. And then hopefully it won't take long before you just get that rhythm yourself and you don't really need the outside guides in order to keep you there. But this is one of the reasons why I bang on about technique all the time. And don't worry, I'll only spend a couple of minutes talking about this, okay? I can go for hours <laughs> talking about technique, but an interesting row that will not make. <laughs> but if you've got a good technique, you're able to dance with the machine, okay? You can flow your rhythm 
as you come in, drive, finish, return. It's just like I said, it's like dancing with a machine. It's like uh, Tai Chi. Your force kind of circulates, your finish starts the return and then you get to the front, you wind up like a spring and then you release through the drive again. And that's one of the reasons why 20 strokes a minute is one of my preferred strokes when it comes to trying to build up your time or experience or technique on the rowing machine. Because you can break the stroke down into one second drive and two seconds recover. Okay? So a nice, powerful drive and then a nice, easy recovery into the front of the machine. Because who wouldn't want that? We think about it. 10 minute row today. If we're only spending one second actually putting power into the machine, that's only three and a third minutes. 3.20 in fact. <laughs> so three minutes 20 rowing and the other six minutes 40, if I've got my maths right. I'm not good at maths when I'm rowing, sorry. <laughs> yeah, 6.40. Um, it's just spent idly sliding forwards again. Okay, so that's kind of what you want. You want to be spending more time recovering than you are putting the power into the machine because that's where efficiency comes from. But of course, the payoff for that is that you need to make sure and get the power into the machine in that one second. This is where you really feel like you connect. You push with the legs first, then you swing with the back, and then you finish pulling in with the arms. If you get them in any other sequence, you don't get the power into the machine properly. You don't connect your legs to your arms. Your core isn't engaged. And so not only will you not be able to go as fast as you want to, there's a good chance you won't be able to row as long as you want to because you'll tire out your muscles quicker. There's also the chance you'll get injured too. I did have a fourth point, but it's literally gone out of my head. <laughs> oh, one of these days, you know, I'm going to write all this stuff down and there'll be like a script that I can actually remember the things I was going to say. I honestly can't remember. What was I talking about? Oh, you know what? I could spend the next five minutes just trying to remember what the fourth point was, but maybe another row. You'll have to watch all of my other rows, at which point one of them will probably say, oh, remember that one time? 
I did a 10 minute row and forgot what I was saying. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> I seem to have left you into a chasm of madness for the past 30 seconds. Anyway, so that's my point. Is that a good technique will let you put the power you want into the machine, allow you to roll longer, enjoy it more. And then with all of that comes consistency. Because if you're just flapping around on the machine with no real control, like a fish, then chances are you're seeing your pace on screen fluctuate by like five, six seconds from stroke to stroke. But what you're looking for is to find this muscle memory that means that every stroke pretty much is identical to the one that came before it. And so if you can put in consistent power, oh, hang on, I think I've just remembered my fourth point. Oh, don't forget it, don't forget it, don't forget it. <laughs> Finish this bit first. <laughs> yeah, consistency of stroke means consistency of pace. So if you're aiming, say you just want to do 10K in 40 minutes, then really you just want to hold two minutes for 500 meters for that entire row and you'll get there. Whereas if you're up and down, one minute you're at 205, then you're down at 157 because you have no consistency to your pace. It gets a little bit tricky as to whether you're gonna hit the time you're looking for. And then if you're on the Averon and you're playing the various games that are on here, then a consistent technique will help you when it comes to adding more power. Maybe you want to hit the third floor when you're doing the fire game, or maybe you need to hit the higher stroke rate, who knows? But consistency of your stroke is how you get there. So, I know you've been waiting for this. It's really not that interesting. <laughs> you've been waiting for the past four minutes and you're gonna go, really, that's it? That's his point, but it's this. You may have picked up rowing because you read somewhere that it's an all over the body workout, okay? Rowing kind of around about 85% of your muscles you use. You miss out on rotational muscles, but you're using pretty much all the other ones. But that's only if you have a good technique. So that's my point, is that if you miss the sequencing, so you're not pushing with your legs or you're not bracing your core against that drive or you're swinging your back too soon, in the stroke, each one of them robs a massive percentage 
as potential workout. The ab workout you can get on a rowing machine when you row right is amazing. But if you have a really soggy core at the front and back, you'll hardly touch your abs. But it's the same with your legs. If you're all about pulling from the front with your arms and not pushing with your legs, you'll lose like 40 to 50% of the available muscles. So that's why I always talk technique. Just to try and get that across. And don't worry, the longer rows we do together, the more I'll start talking about dinner plans and my love of Van Halen and things. But when we only had 10 minutes together today, I had to be a bit tighter. We're all done. I say a bit tighter. Clearly I wasn't because I forgot what I was on about. But. <laughs> now I do like to end most of my workouts with a hashtag for you to post across your socials or in comments, etc. And today I think I'm just gonna go for blank brain because quite honestly I had that, <laughs> my brain kind of went on me. So that's a good fun one to use, all right? So if you're gonna post somewhere, use that. But anyway, thank you so much for joining me in today's row. I really do hope you enjoyed it. Until the next one, please take care of yourselves. Be well, bye-bye.